Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Michael Mike Stevenson. Evening all. And tonight we will be reviewing the movie, or television movie, I should say, um, The da- Daughter of Darkness. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, that was a 1990 American made-for-TV horror film. Mm, now... Right. Don't you tell them who starred in it? Do you know that? Uh, I'll do that for this time, Mike. And it stars, um, let me see, um, Anthony Perkins, you know, the guy from Psycho and a lot of other movies. That yeah, that's his main claim to fame, yeah. Yes. He was on, on, in, on the beach and a few other movies, and but that was his mm, main ones, yeah. Yes. And let me see, um, um, Mina... That Mia. Sarah, or... Yeah, Mia Sarah. Is her name? Yeah. She plays our lead heroine in this movie, too. Yes, we won't tell too much. We'll all will be revealed as we talk about the mm. plot. And Jack Coleman. Jack Coleman, yeah, he plays an embassy official who sort of Actually, sort of helps Catherine in her uh, quest. quest. For- yeah, that's good, with quest yeah. uh, to find her father. But, again, we will... Um, uh, Dip into that movie that, that a little bit later, yes. Yes, and... and wait a moment, there's one other person. There's a guy called Robert Reynolds playing the naughty guy. I, I wouldn't say he's an evil guy, but he's naughty guy. Head, head naughty um, guy, Gregory. The, the bad boy. Either the bad boy in the movie who is not to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. and the interesting thing about this movie is it's directed by Stuart Gordon, and I'll dip into his story. Yeah, please his talk film. about Stuart Gordon. The yes, yes, I'll dip into his um, line of work in his filmography. Um, he's directed Reanimator and Dolls, and he's he's also written Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And The Dentist. For I those. don't know that one. Well, it's a really awesome horror movie. Okay, must have a look at that one. Yes, we'll put a note. Must must consider for a future podcast. Mm-hmm, I quite. like dentists; they're mm-hmm. already scary enough as it is. Yes. But anyway, so let's dip into the story, shall we? Oh, we shall. Mm-hmm. That's how. Let, let us. <laughs> yes. So Mia, who plays Catherine um, Thatcher, Thatcher, she's on a quest to find her father. Her her last living relative, because her mother passed away recently. Yeah, it actually starts off with um, the funeral of the mother, and that she gets a funny feeling. Oh, actually, no. It starts off as a dr- uh, of a dream about her mother's funeral, because she's already on a plane going to uh, look for a father who supposedly uh, lives in Roma- is it Romania. Is it Romania? Yeah, Romania. Yeah, Romania, yeah. Yeah, even though the filming is all done in Hungary. Um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, she's on her way to Romania and she was dreaming about the uh, funeral. The funeral. But there's a bit of a twist that she sees a, a ha- shadowy figure and yes. there's some things in there which shouldn't be there. Yeah. And See, it reflects sh- on the rest of the movie. Yeah, it plays an interesting part and I won't tell it just yet. So anyway, she wakes up from this nightmare of sorts and she arrives in Romania and she try and she meets Max, um, a driver who drives taxi, her, taxi driver, yeah. who drives her to a hotel, tells her stories about the war, and yeah. gosh knows what and else. How things have changed and whatever, yes, yeah, and as one would, yeah, yeah a as, guide, yeah. yeah. And this story it indicates that the um, what's going on in Romania is not going so well. Yeah, they're, they're, twenty years prior to that, I think there had a bit of a revolution happening back in the sixties. 
and this is supposed to be in the 80s, mm. and, um, mm. it, it, and they still don't trust Westerners. We still a bit like a lot of uh, European countries. They don't like Western people coming in there, and they've still got their own military-based sort of um, police states, and mm-hmm. they don't trust anybody. They're checking people on the streets and giving them yeah. a hard time. And, you know, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I can understand where they're coming from. Yeah, that. so yeah. Catherine books in. She still has a few more nightmares before we get into our story. Like she keeps seeing a f- um a silhouette figure in cl- in a cloak, yeah. and a f- has a a very not so detailed face. Like he yes, you can't see his face really good. But she suspects in, it's in her, the early days. But she suspects yeah. it's her father, which means she, it could symbolise the fact she's never met him. So it's a very big. She doesn't know an, him. An enough, unknown, an unknown yeah. person. It's just like if you met someone. You you want to meet someone and you don't know f- nothing about him. Exactly, it's not like if you're an orphan, uh, not an orphan. You know, you've been handed up for adoption when you're first born, and you go looking for your parents twenty or thirty years later because you find out oh, I'm adopted. Well, let's go and find mum and dad and you know, my real ones mm-hmm. and see why they uh, got rid of me and stuff. You know, mm. similar but not quite the same. But yeah, it'd be a big shock when you actually meet them. Hmm. Yeah. So um. So let me see how can shall we continue? Oh, we can, we shall. Anyway, she gets into the motel. She yeah. stays in the motel. has a, has another nightmare, and where she sees some sort of locations that are familiar to yeah. her much later and play a very big part to this movie what, too. The cemetery, Again, was it? The, yeah, like the cemetery yeah, as the, yeah. and around Bud- around. Uh, what was Romania, mostly? Romania, well, there, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're, we're in, we're supposed to be in Bucharest, but yeah, it's actually in Budapest. But Yeah, yeah I they did it. For, obviously, they couldn't get decent shots or filming hmm. in that area, so they yeah. used a different country. So yeah. it happens all the time. Mm, it's a shocker. <laughs> they often use Prague when they're doing old London. For, like in the, um, the League of the Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm. when they did old London, that was actually in Prague. In Europe, so they try to get the old buildings, and there's mm. no old buildings in London anymore. Mm, true, true. So they had to go somewhere else for it. So mm-hmm, exactly. Never so. let the truth get in the way of a good story. Hey, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Catherine goes to the embassy and asks a guy there to give her some background into her, her father's, you know, yeah, try, try tracing. Try to pay tracing. And this is quite funny. Now, this is obviously this is a horror movie. It's got vampirism. And this guy who works for the embassy, his name's Devlin. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. They, what's wrong with Smith or Jones or oh. something or other? Devlin. Well, what about Holy Fletcher? <laughs> it's, it's like Margaret Fletcher. Yeah, no, well, Fletcher. Per- Anthony Perkins <laughs> played uh, Anton, that's his alias, or Prince Constantine Cypriot. Dad, uh, don't dig into No, no, it's okay. That. Mia uh, had a name as um, Catherine Thatcher. Robert Reynolds played Grigori. And this guy, Jack Coleman, is supposed to be a good guy. It's called Devlin. Hello. Yes. Anyway, before Mike ruins the story for all of us, at the be- just before our podcast even begins. So anyway, as we're still going, he tries to um, tell her um, what he knows, but doesn't know. He keeps saying he gets a lot of letters, and no doubt he's used to these letters all the time. Yeah. And and. He wasn't Me, terribly interested. Yeah, in and Catherine is doesn't want to take a no. No, <laughs> she was 
determined to find her father or what happened to her father. Yeah. yeah. So she... Yeah. So she went off on her own little quest. Yes. Uh, stuff you guy at the emb- embassy who don't want to help me, I'm going to do my own thing. Yes. And that takes it down to the old quarter yeah. in the town or city yeah. Yeah. where so she meets... Da, 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 da. Yes. <laughs> she meets um, Gory at this um, nightclub of... Yeah, he's not too bad looking, ladies. Yeah, boys, uh, girls lock... I mean, we, mothers lock up your daughters, whatever. Yeah, so he's a good-looking European guy. I don't know if he's really European. His name's Robert Reynolds. I can't find anything on the internet about him. So he could be just a stage actor who did the mm. movie. I've got no idea what he is yeah. or where he was. He, hey, I know. He's probably a vampire, a real one, and that's why there's nothing on the internet. <laughs> ah, that explains uh, a lot. Yes. So, anyway, he's pretty much an eye, an eye candy. He is. He's a good-looking guy. Yes, I mean, and... Pretty much the bad boy. But that nice European sort of um, Sweet. naughty boy sort of good-looking fellow that girls are probably like. I mean, I don't know because I'm not attracted to men. But if he looks rather good. And mm. you told me he's a hubba, hubba, hubba. So I'm only going Yeah, I think it's me. the eyes that really throw And the way around. he talks. They talk, they talk in very good English with an accent. And that's. Mm. Uh, I, I suppose it's sort of part of their yeah. charm. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. a bit of a man with an accent. <laughs> What's the matter for you, hey? Yeah, mm, no, maybe not so much no, like not Ben. Lot, no, okay. Not a lot. That just work, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, as I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> carry on. As I was saying, um, he he she shows him the photo of her, her dad, and he's a little surprised by when he, she mentions Paul Alex. Alexandri. Like he's a little surprised. Like he that name that name strikes a um, a hidden. Like Jen, he knows him. Whatever. Yeah, he knows him because they, they are, yes. as the story unfolds, yes. part of the same group. Yes. The so um, it's, there's like a lot of um, like a lot of um, head tilts and a lot of you know eyes bulging yeah. in the in these scenes. So everyone's saying, "Go home. None of your business. It is not a place for you, little girl." Mm-hmm. And because everyone's trying to protect her from the truth, yeah, and actually things start to change yeah. halfway through the movie, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, fortunately, mm. Gregory um, was kind enough to um, engage an invitation of hanging out with her. Hey, you want to hang in with her too, probably? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> as said that now. Yeah. No. That, so, <laughs> they they kind of. Um, she was a good-looking lady. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of. Um, scheduled on a, um, a date yeah. and she goes off and continues her search and she finds a place that's familiar from a dream yeah interesting that hey yes. i've had dreams like that too yeah deja vu whatever well, we went to, remember that time we went to i went we went to Italy in greece yes uh, uh i'd been there with mum but some of the places you and i went mum and i didn't go and i can find my way through the streets without a map and it's just a little bit of a gut feeling where I am. So, yeah, sometimes I think Deju actually works and maybe things get told to you in dreams. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I've always wondered. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, she sees the, um, some statues there and she then figures out that that there's um, sort of a, um, what do they call it? Um, what do you call it? The, the, um, the um, fire... Yep. The place the glass blowing, the glass blowing yeah. um, place she was looking for, because her dad, her dad used to work in a as a, in a, as a fire. Uh, well, we don't know, know what he used supposedly. to work at, but she she dreamt about the place yeah, and, and she went and found yeah, it. Yeah, and just mm. so you guys know, yeah. in her dream, she sees um, a dragon sign on 
it. It's the same as the one she's wearing around her neck on, uh, as as a not a what do you call it? Uh, um, a cam- not a cameo. Uh, I think a it's a pendant, family pendant, crest. Pendant, a, yeah, a family yeah. crest, but on a pendant around her neck. Yes, yeah. which a mother gave to her. It's and pretty that much was big glass too, wasn't it? Yeah, it's made of glass. And he which he made it. He may have made it. Yeah, he, she said. Much later in the story, that that it was a gift from her father yeah, to his mother. Look, I, 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 I can give you a saxophone for your birth. Doesn't mean it made it. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to think he did it after all his time with the fire. I don't know. He may have, but he's anyway, building a fire anyway. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Um, she meets um, this man, and he's pl- and he's played by Anthony Perkins. And actually, Anthony Perkins, I know him from lots of different movies. I've got a vast collection of movies, but he's played that haunted role in um, Psycho. He's made in four movies. You know that haunted look he gets when he's, when he's uh, getting confused and stuff? He's a bit like that in this movie. If the, you see the evil coming out and he's torn between doing one thing or another. And that sort of comes out in this role too, mm. I think. Yeah, but, then, but yeah, that's true. a bit true. more mature here. And not to yeah. mention, he has done over the years, probably just after Psycho, he probably has done a lot of um, um, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type roles. Has he? Has um, he? Well, he did even uh, um, a spin off of Dr. Jekyll um, oh, in two, yeah. which kind of fits in with um, the whole um, two, persona- two personalities fighting with one. He does one, that well. He plays with a good one, guy, in one body. A twisted bad guy, mentally deranged, um, a good versus evil in his head. Yeah, he does it quite well. Yeah. Actually, I think he he, he said, do, you know, that, that biodrama we saw of Hitchcock, hmm. and is it there? And and the guy, the actor there was trying to, uh, you know, do the Anthony, Anthony Perkins sort of um, a bit. He said he's sick of being uh, put in roles like the the love roles, you know, like yeah, the relationship roles. He wanted to get into different sort of movies because he didn't feel comfortable doing it. He wanted to do something meaty, interesting, instead of, oh, I'm in love with this pretty girl. Oh, yeah, kissy, kissy, hug. No, he wants something more substantial where he can actually act. Yeah. Yeah, and he did. That's all he did. Yeah, and yeah. this kind of made way for a number of slasher or thriller or mystery movies that have built his career over the years. Yeah. Or he's not really built. He's I mean, always, he always has played that sinister role. Mm-hmm. And I think he does it well. Yeah, that's probably mm, what yeah. the studio thinks. So... Going he can't back, do any more, so he's going now. back to the story, he's a real vampire he, now. he comes. She comes to um, Anthony Perkins. I don't know his his character's name in this one. Uh, well, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins is called Anton. Yeah, that's his al- one of his aliases. Yes, and he's uh, that's his current alias. Yeah, her dead father is Paul Alessandri, but his real name is Prince Constantine <laughs> Cypriot. Oh come on! Like. Yeah, it gets very confusing, doesn't it, folks? No, it doesn't, guys. <laughs> so anyway, as we're saying in the story, he tells her that her dad was struck by a car which was sort of true yeah yeah and she is a little surprised meaning she uh, now that she found out that her dad is you know dead now she wants to find out more about him try to find out does he have any extended family yeah and he was the last of the uh, his family line hmm yeah, she even goes to the um, b- um blood blood bank course well, or, the or the um, hospital yeah. to find out as any medical records. And as it turns out, um, when they look through them, it doesn't. It comes off very. The records are incomplete. Yeah, they're they just said he got hit by a car and was buried. That's about pretty. No, no blood cultures. There's no nothing. Yeah, there is even a grave, obviously, and and headstone. Mm. Hmm. 
and saying Paul Alessandri. Mm-hmm. What did it, 1966 or something? Yeah, 19... 1966 it said yeah. on the grave. 1966. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be based in about 1986 or something rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 odd years. Well, yeah, just so, so as I said before, she was carrying around a photo of her, her father and and it's very a clear, not a very clear shot of well, it, but it I seems to. Well, I recognise Anthony yeah, Perkins straight and away. and it yeah. seems that it definitely is Anthony Perkins in the photo. Honestly. Yeah, but then, and she, but when she met this Anton guy, mm. he looked remarkable like a father. She said, "Well, he should be about seventy years old now." And obviously, Anthony Perkins only about forty-five or something or other. Mm. Uh, so it couldn't be him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's got a fantastic plastic surgeon. Yes, plastic <laughs> surgeon. Yeah, so doing his work for it. and great makeup. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as the story goes, she um, you know, um, tries to put the key pieces together. She even um, goes back to Anton, and he tells her a little bit more about um, Daddy. her dad, and about how. That's he, police, about the secret yeah. police who are trying to look for him. I keep thinking maybe the secret police might be. There's more to that story. Well, he, he spun a story to her that he was a good guy. I think helping people get out of the country or something rather, and mm. the secret police didn't want him to do that, and they were after him. But maybe the secret police didn't know he was really a vampire anyway. So, <laughs> well, he's a vampire. It's a vampire movie. <laughs> he he he's not a Boy Scout. Okay, he's not making looks. And yeah, so, I just want to get to. And that they made him disappear. Uh, uh, yeah. Which of course, obviously, another point too. Vampires don't age. They got to disappear sometimes and do a re uh, reemergence under a different alias anyway. True, true. Because they can't be like um, Cliff Richards, never aging. You yeah, know? so he must be anyway, there was even a moment in the scene when they were just walking along on the street and he remarked, um, did her mother ever mar- remarry? And she says, no, he never remarried. Um, she feels, her mother felt that maybe she couldn't ha- find anyone uh, much more better than her and, f- and her he, husband. Yeah, and, he, and he felt rather... Mm-hmm. So satisfied, her going, hmm. so she thought I was a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that expression. Yeah, that, look on, that look on his face, but she didn't see it because she was looking the other direction. Mm-hmm. But he felt really smug about it. Yeah. Well, like, hey, I'm really good. When it, if he got it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so he was a bit kind of confident in that scene. <laughs> he did. Uh-huh. He was very happy. Yes. But he still didn't tell her. That yeah. he was daddy. He kept, yeah. kept saying, no, 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 I knew your father. Yeah, yeah he yeah. even remarked in the scene that 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 she even mentioned about the nightmare she's been having. And he says that that gypsies believed that nightmares are a form of messages. Yeah, warnings and warnings, other good things. Warnings, um, yeah. you know, yeah. things, that, things yeah. will come, all that stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, future events that might unfold. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. Or... Stuff like that, predictions, mm. stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, kind of re- relevant to this story when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. So, as so, a plot, on, plot thickens. Yeah, so one night when she's with G- G- Gregory <laughs> on a date, um, they're just sitting eating and she's talking about her father still. In a nice restaurant. Yes, mm. even though Gregory doesn't want to talk about that he doesn't want to talk about things like that although he, he does not believe in vampires what a hypocrite no, yeah he, he and when no, um, a lady yeah. comes along to a ta- their table giving her giving her a flower she notices the um pendant on her neck and says 
Phosphonatu, all that stuff in vampires. Yeah, it doesn't oh. say Nosferatu, it says something about something rather Cypriot. Yeah. And that was the family line. And they, the, the, the folk, the peasantry there, yeah. believed that that reign, that, that group of people up in that castle, the Cypriots, were all vampires. And, he, and, and Anthony Perkins is mm. the last living one, which is her daddy. Yes, yeah, so, um, so she later on goes to, well, actually, not later that very night. She gets abducted by the same secret police thugs, and they want to find out from for them where what, uh, Paul what, is. Well, too. yeah, we just want to know why is he looking in there, and what he got to do with this Paul Alexander because they must have had a file on him. Yeah. Where the hospital didn't have any too much record. Yeah, the they're probably did. just as curious of why somehow he's vanished off the face of the yeah, earth. Yeah, because they were looking for him. And all of a sudden, 20 years later, she's looking yeah. for him. How the hell did they find out? Yeah. And that brings me another question. What's that? Right. Like? First thing, they picked her up coming outside the club. <laughs> yes. Right? And they went straight to the cemetery. Mm-hmm. A couple of minutes later, the guy from them shows up. Yeah. Who the hell told anybody, especially him, that she'd been spirited away by a secret police? Oh, good question. Ah. Uh-huh. But makes for a good movie. He's only there about five minutes <laughs> after she got there. Yeah, this when the interrogation is going to start, he yeah. shows up. Mm-hmm. Who told him? Gosh ah. knows. Ah. But I mean, he might have got wind of it. I mean, he's working at the embassy. He's working for government officials. So the word gets around. That quickly? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I, I can't make a telephone call that fast. Yeah, well, <laughs> throughout this movie, we do see a lot of people stalking and watching Catherine well, really yeah, closely. Some of, some of them are vampires. And they had a vested interest in them. Yes, true, yeah. true. And Lunch? some no, of them are servants uh, to the vampires. Yes, we might go on to the other guy. But yes. We'll mention him later. Yeah, yes, yeah, um, okay. and who knows, maybe some of the secret police have been, sto- you know, Well, they could have been keeping an eye on the vampire on, crowd. Yeah, or maybe they were keeping an eye on Catherine too, because they're just as curious about why... Uh, why no, is she there? The, yeah, that's a great eternal question. The meaning of life. Why am I here? Why am I doing a podcast? I really don't know. No, um, but I know so, you people really enjoy it, don't you? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, as we're saying, they soon dig up the um, the remains of Paul, and it turns out it was a, a remains of a dead woman. So her father was a woman. Now yeah, that was one hell of a secret, wasn't it? No. <laughs> oh, oh, wrong body. Oh, okay. Yes. Well. So they may have known this for a long time and kept it under wraps. And and when they found out that Catherine might be related to him, they thought maybe she may know something. Where is Daddy? We want him. Yes. Aha. Yes. Who knows? Maybe they may ha- know a little bit about the vampires. I don't know either. Anyway, after the gra- graveyard scene. Yeah, next morning we find out that Catherine goes to the um, Cyprian's castle or whatever. Yeah, Cyprian, <coughs> Cyprian Castle, which is now a museum, mm-hmm. and she's going there and yeah, having and a walk around, like doing the tourist thing as one would when you go to Europe. Yes, and she soon sees a statue there that that looks really similar to one a dream from the from one of her dreams. And the face is very, very similar, similar to Anton. <laughs> What's that tell you, guys? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's an old weathered uh, statue, a couple of cracks in it, but it did remarkably look like Anthony Perkins' features, and I think that started her thinking, ooh, okay, Yeah, right, so maybe. she goes back to the um, glass-blowing place, and 
she finds it abandoned. Yeah, for like some it hasn't reason. been used for years. Now that was interesting. That was yeah. a quick makeover, wasn't it? Yeah, like um, like somehow all this time that she was there, it was, was it a dream? Was it a dream, or um, or uh-huh, in her head? You'll never know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So she ends up going back to Gagori and tries to get her head together, but fortunately. With a, with him, it's not going to be an option. No, because <laughs> then we start to find what Grigori's true colours are. Yes. He is. Well, okay, let, let's face it. Let, we won't talk about the birds and the bees here too much, but the yeah. point is, it, it goes further than that. Yeah, we've they go it, to his um, yeah. den. Hint, mm-hmm. hint. Nudge, nudge. Say well, no more. Say no more. <laughs> he, they begin to get down to nitty gritty, whatever. Yeah, playing the horizontal mumbo. Yes, <laughs> or whatever. So, they, but when they were getting down to removing each other's clothing, she sees a scar on his waist. And which he'd dream, said, which he'd dreamt about the day before. Yes. Or yeah, yes. Previously. Previously. And then that and, scared her off. And these. The rest of the vampires suddenly appear out of nowhere. (laughs) And pretty much encouraging her to have sex with him because they want her bloodline. Yes. Now, this is where the plot... Do you want me to explain this bit a bit? No, I think I'd like to explore the um, lair of the Um, um, vampire thing because when she walks down the hall, she sees that it looks dead similar to more of her dream yeah, yeah. and there's statues and probably some catacomb stuff there yeah, yeah, and yeah. she soon finds a bit some like a mausoleum come castle come hallway just a very surrealistic sort of look to it i thought yeah but it, very nice a lot know, like yeah. in her dream she's been having yeah. and soon she discovers the um some victims of the vampires who have been kept alive so they can suck some blood so they out can of suck them. the blood yeah. drain out of them yeah. well yeah now, can I explain the bloodline of her? Yes, a bit? Yeah. go ahead. Okay, the, the, the story behind the story is Anthony Perkins had sex with a lady he fell in love with. Now, he's a vampire, an undead, and the lady he fell in love with was a normal human being. Now, a vampire is not supposed to be able to conceive procreate, kids. conceive kids, whatever, with a human being. But something happened. He did, she, he did, she did. And this young lady, uh, Catherine, is his daughter. Now, the other vampires believe that if their new appointed leader, because they, they're a bit of a, they've been overthrowing um, Anthony Perkins, her dad, oh, yeah. uh, as a leader, because they think he's old, he, he's thinking more in the old ways, not the modern ways. This young guy, Gregory, uh, wants, wants to have sex with her because they think the new bloodline will create daywalkers so they can get strong again and attack their uh, uh, their enemies in the daytime instead of lying in coffins all day waiting for someone to stake them through the heart. Ta-da! Ta-da. Did, that, did that cover it? Yes. Okay, right. So, <laughs> as uh, we were saying, um, when they were getting down to the nitty-gritty, the vampires appear, she runs down the hallway, sees the... Um, the victims, they are about to, the um, vampires attack her and they try to force gang rape on her. <laughs> well, not a gang rape. Just well, the, not gang rape. They, 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 they weren't all they gang all, having They're all pinning her down. So Gregory can do the deed. Yeah, yeah but yeah, luckily yeah. for us, Paul comes to her rescue and, yeah, and, and dear old daddy is revealed all along. As you've got, hey, but you've met your father before, so yeah, all yeah. Was totally revealed and then. Of course, yeah. all the vampires. As we were discussing just now, the vampires didn't never imagine that a vampire would procreate with another hu- a human. Yeah, no one believed it, but she's living They probably, proof, they probably never mm. even tried, maybe. Well, they can't because they're dead. They don't have a seed. Mm, true, true. So, but for something happened, 
Remember in Warm Bodies how they the the, the dead guy started to come back to life because yeah. they started to uh, feel, start something. About, feel something, love and tenderness, and they got their bodies start to regenerate. Mm. Maybe something like that happened within him. He had he, he got genuine love for somebody, and maybe that warm spark got into him and made him mm. able to do such, yeah, well, you know, I never re- such a thing. I don't know. Mm. It's a, it's a grey area, but it's, it's one year. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, as the story goes, she um um gets tied down and tied. Into the other room. Yeah, they, yeah, in, they, they put her in the, the pantry with the other ones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is a pantry? It's like a larder. Yeah. Yes. And they decide walk, to. Walk in, no, yeah, no. and they decide to discuss it with um, Paul about, or now we've figured him out as Prince Constantine now. Well, yeah, we'll change the name to Prince Constantine now because he's his real name. Okay? Yes. So he, they um, all, you know, begin to discuss it. And Gregory thinks this is a great opportunity. They can make more. You know, day walkers and all that stuff, and yeah. the va- all the other vampires agree with him, and and, and Constantine is the only one who doesn't think yeah, it's good. This is an overthrow of the government, really. Yeah, yeah. You're down. The new uh, the new reign is being be going to be led by Gregory, and uh, we're going to do it his way, and the new modern way yeah. and your old ways aren't going to work yeah, anymore. So go away. Him, all that stuff. Yeah, you do as we tell you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's awesome, very nice. Yeah. Not a great retirement plan, Yeah, hey? and just no. so you know, Gregory tries to seduce Catherine in the scene, and but she, well, she kind of rejects him at first, and then he says he's going to take her whether she yeah, likes tonight, it or tonight. not. Tonight, yeah, tonight, yeah. One way or the other, tonight I'm going to have you willingly or unwillingly. Meaning a, ge- uh, meaning yeah. a rape, maybe. Either with your consent or without, but it's happening tonight. Yeah, but, meaning it's yeah. it's a no-win a no deal. Yeah. No, not for, not for her anyway. No, not in the slightest. For him it is, okay, but not for her, no. Nope. So anyway, um, while everyone is um, sleeping or getting ready for bed, um, or, or not really getting ready for bed, while they weren't looking, um, Prince Constantine tries to get his daughter away from them and tries to go back to her hotel so she That's can right. leave. Yeah, he does. And gets her ticket to the aeroplane. Yes, and yeah, all, all <laughs> he the gets, time. And, and the, she gets off the air. Mr. Devlin comes in about that same time, and he takes her to the airport. Yes. And everyone's going, Before, happy, happy, joy, joy. She's yeah. leaving um, Romania to go home yeah. to America. All the problems are gone. Yeah. Before that, we, oh, um, I want to go back to um, we're, Anthony we're and going, I mean, digressing. Constantine and, and Catherine for a bit. When they're at the hotel, um, he's... He's a little, um, you know, pleased to get his daughter away from them. And he asks her, um, before we could work out an answer, was that whether or not um, Catherine's mother ever talked about him. And we never even get a good answer from because because Devlin, I mean, Devlin up, yeah. shows up. And I like to think that that her mother did talk about him and and probably thought the world of him. Yeah, and like the. She was only sent away to protect her from being chewed up. Yeah, and he even mentioned much like yeah, earlier <laughs> on that he didn't want her to risk her life. And yeah. There, he, See, he, she probably knew yeah, who I he was. Yeah, I think she did. And she didn't yeah. tell Catherine or no. or anyone. No. She, who would what, believe her? Well, exactly right. Hey, guess what? Your grandpa's a werewolf. <laughs> no, no. Or, 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 oh. or, yeah, no, yeah, no, that so, ain't really happen, is yeah, it? No, and no, yeah, and he did say, Con- Prince Constantine did say that he was tempted to turn her so so to avoid the other vampires from yeah. ma- 
putting claim on her or taking claim on her, but that didn't happen. <laughs> but mm. he ended up t- um, sending her away. Yeah, they went back home to America. Yes. So anyway, we were, now we can go back to okay. Devlin. They're at the airport now. Mr. Devlin and her yeah. having a and of course Devlin doesn't believe. deeply meaningful. Yeah. He's sick of her, and yeah. she's sick of him. And then they softened a little bit, and they and he said he's sorry for being such a turd. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, and that's the answer to where he's coming from. And they sort of parred them some nice friendly terms, and she gets on the airplane. Meanwhile, this, meanwhile, back at the ranch where the vampires were, yeah. they're torturing dear old dad. Well, actually, at first they well, they tell him, him um, guess what? You have been sentenced for taking away our only means of of regenerating to another generation. You're a traitor. And you're a traitor. So we're sentencing you for for betraying your own kind, for... Slow agonising death by sunlight. Yes. And (laughs) while he's laying there, he starts to feel pain, and she feels the pain because she's linked by his blood. I think that Ah. even Dick Gorey says to him that while that Catherine is safely away, he thinks that this will imply getting her to come back. Yeah. Because by feeling his pain. Like, a lot like if you look at Empire Strikes Back, when Han Solo is being slowly tortured... That 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 the pain, his pain, kind of um sort of gets message to Luke Skywalker. While you guys may be thinking, oh, I hate yeah. Empire Strikes Back because it's so yeah, boring. Well, yeah, this was really a yeah. relative scene of why um Luke all suddenly you hears thought, their pain. You would have thought Chewbacca would have felt something. That was his dog. Wolf. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, Catherine hears the pain and she jumps um off the. Off the plane. Runs off. Don't just jump off the plane. That, that implies the plane's already taken off and she didn't need the parachute. No, she ran off the plane before it took off. Yes. Didn't jump off anything. Yes. You know, so she... Splat, like she like ends a fly hitting your windscreen. Yeah. yeah. So she heads back to the... um To the... um To the... The, um, the lair of the to vampire. The lair of the vampire. <laughs> and sees um, her dad t- chained up and is about to be burnt to death by the son. Or the daughter. Now... <laughs> No, okay, no. <laughs> but where, 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 do, where does the taxi driver come in? Does she go and find him now? Well, she finds um, yeah, yeah. Deville, De whatever. I mean, De- Dale, whatever his name is. De- Mr. Devlin? Devlin appears. And she tells him about the vampire and her dad's going to be roasted. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And, um, no, I believe you, he said. Oh, I believe you. And then no, he, he calls doesn't. the embassy and tells them, I'm going to make sure she gets on the plane and all that stuff. He did. He's just saying that to get her on side so she wouldn't run away. But when she hears this conversation, ah, ah. she just dashes off and finds Max to help yeah, her. Yeah, that's right, Max. Yeah, good old Max, a tax driver, who is a very nice man. Well, so Actually, we think. I can't remember his name at the moment, but he, he's been in a lot of movies and uh, TV shows, probably in Europe, I don't know. but um, he, I, I haven't seen him before, but um, well, he, play, he plays a good role. But, but I'm digressing. So, anyway, um, he goes, they help, her and goes back to the place where the vampire's den is. They are, uh, they... Walk into the the um and unchain the um gate doors and stuff which were locked oh, secure. They, well, with no, wait, they, they go in there with kerosene and stuff. Yeah, and gasoline. They're going to burn them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah stay for the heart school, but you're going to go one by one. But if they burn them, it's a lot faster. Yeah, and if you hear a vampire scream with it's a stake in them, it's working you know, smart. You know. Yeah. yeah. Think of it. Uh, just remember, there's more than one vampire sleeping there. Oh, there's probably a dozen or so. There. Mm-hmm. Yes. Twenty, maybe, whatever. Yes. Yeah. 
So she heads in there. Meanwhile, um, a lady that works, oh, oh yes. who worked at the um, hospital we, we we talked about earlier, she is already... She's been turned. Yes. She goes to Degory, who's actually her lover, when I think about this movie, wow. and tells him, guess what, that Catherine has returned. And he was... And she's saying, get ready for her. She's going to come, yes, all that right. stuff. But he's already one step ahead of everyone, as per usual. I said, I knew she'd come back, because he planned it that way. Yes, and he, and anyway, so while Catherine is trying to find her father, she soon finds him, and then she finds out that Max turns out to be a double Yeah, yeah Max is a taxi driver. Meaning... He's, he's been working for the vampires all along. You wouldn't have thought so, would you? Yeah, he's, meaning yeah. he's probably been taxi driving and at the same time working for them, probably getting new, fresh victims for them to feed on. And, and and doing pizza bring-ins, yeah, takeouts, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly pizzas so. and, and stuff and mm. whatever, whatever, yeah, yes. McDonald's, yeah, yeah. In return for Dark his he- his help, <laughs> they will give him eternal life, all that stuff. Well, they better hurry up. He's only he's old now. He's about about seventy. <laughs> yeah, something. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. when are you going to give it to him after he dies? A bit late. I don't and, know. And there's, <laughs> there's like a lot of servants in this one, and most of them don't look like they're going to be looking at vampires, you know, eventually. They won't, they won't achieve vampire status. No. no. Uh, Max didn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, oh, okay. um, Max tells her that we'll wait for these vampires to wake up, and, well, then we'll, we'll, sh- well, then the trouble starts to begin. Yeah. But luckily for us, wakey, wakey. but luckily for us, um, Devon um, tracks down where Catherine is has gone to, and soon he still doesn't quite believe that yes. they're vampires yeah, involved, and but soon he soon he, does. Yeah, and soon heads into the vampire's den, and he soon um, hits Max with over the head with a whatever. Yeah, and, and then he sees Daddy on the ground, half charred and burnt by the sunlight. He's something. Maybe there's a bit of truth behind what's going yeah, on here. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Maybe she's telling the truth. Mm. Yes. So while Max is passed out, they're about to escape and get make sure that the whole place is set ablaze. Yeah, so they're throwing kerosene and stuff like that. Yeah, lighting the... Setting f- fire to it. And setting a match on fire, yeah. fire and those, lighting what, it. Why don't they, they taste like chicken? <laughs> gosh, knows. <laughs> interesting concept, isn't it? Yeah, you I think a vampire. I would think of it. Char-grilled... Mm. Hmm. No, no, whatever. Yeah, maybe not with chicken. It could be. Well, you know. Could be stick bone. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, a rack of <laughs> human. No, whatever. Yes. Okay. So anyway, um, the vampires start waking up and they smell the smoke and slowly they all begin to roast. Yeah. And Gory notices the smell. He then wakes up and he tries to save the rest of his friends, but he do- they they die in the most horriblest ways. Shame, shame. Well, not the horriblest shame. way. We only see them pop out. Some of them pop out the um gr- their 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 the coffins, coffins and, and they're all on fire and stuff. And they're not real. And some are running around. They get they catch on fire in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Yes, true. <laughs> yes, and he, as this progresses, the lady that has said that helped him at the hospital, she's already turned and she starts chasing down. Catherine, Catherine and, and everybody, and, everybody. Mm. and she is gonna about to strangle Catherine, but luckily Catherine is very is. Well, got she got her daddy's blood. He said, "Use your blood," and 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 she and her strength starts to increase, and she she she's stronger than the vampire lady. Yeah, and soon enough yeah. they sake the poor uh-huh. thing. So technically, she's been a vampire. That girl's been been a vampire for like a few hours. <laughs> yeah, a few hours, and little girl's been. Never been a vampire, but she's got vampire blood in her. Ah. 
A bit like the coronavirus. No, no, no we won't go there. No, no, don't no, go no, there. No. It's not really... No, 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 no. It's not right to... Um, She's a carrier. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. <laughs> so, Catherine and her father <clears throat> and her government guy... Um, Mr. Devlin. Mr. Devlin. They they escaped through the um to outside and they locked the place up. But before they they feel like they're safely away... Um, guess and who comes along? Gregory smashes away through a bit of a hole in the wall. Well, actually, he before he smashes oh, his head through the wall, um, he tries clawing at her through the um, the um, yeah. gate there, yeah. and tries to grab for Catherine, yelling, uh, "I'm never gonna let you go!" All that stuff. Well, guess what? He, he let her go. The roof caved on her just then. Um, <laughs> yes, he and fell over. And then it yeah. got away, and then yeah. And <laughs> Catherine is um, tearfully wishing that her dad wasn't going to die shortly, and feeling a bit but, tears, wa- wa- watery eyes, and lots of stuff, mm-hmm. leaky eyes. And then a few minutes later, Gregory comes through the wall. Yeah, he breaks through the wall like. And he's a bit burnt. He's a bit charred by now. He's got his hair's gone. His clothes are a bit mothy, and his skin's yeah, a bit. Yeah, and he's like. He, 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 de- he definitely needs a moisturizer. Yeah, he yeah. kind of um. Um, tells Catherine uh, that all he wants to do is love her and all that stuff. And make a baby with her, not looking like that. Yeah, and she says, not in this lifetime, Buster. And and he says, maybe in the next lifetime. Yeah, and he throws her onto the ground. He's about to climb on top of her, even though he's probably, his (coughs) dick is probably Uh, all shriveled. (coughs) (coughs) A bit too much information there, but um, But okay. That's how I see it. If he's burnt... His manhood may have already gone. Yes, But daddy gets up. Yes. He gets his last remaining bit of strength. He fights Gregory and, and throws him into back into the fire. Him, and they, he walks in, he pushes him in, and he walks in with him to push him to make sure he stays there. So Daddy and Gregory both become crispy, crispy critters. Along and, with all the other vampires. And all the other ones. I wonder if they had fire insurance. Hmm, well, Just so you guys know, the other vic- the victims of the vampires, they escaped too. Oh, yeah, the... the, the, yeah, the, 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 the the ones that have been kept for um, drinking nibblies. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They get out and they're safely away from them. Hopefully, they might go to the hospital and get a bit of extra blood to, in order to avoid blood loss. Well, you don't think so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah. what happens then? Well, Catherine returns to um, the castle, and she's um, has her arm in a sling oh, yes. of yes. sorts. Yes. yes, she broke her arm during the fracas. Yeah. Outside the uh, vampire lair. Yeah. And Mr. Devlin broke his leg and got a sore neck, didn't he? Yes, so yeah. let's, I'm cutting ahead again. okay. So, Ka- Catherine approaches um, her dad's statue and somehow it comes to life and she says her final farewell to her dad. And he smiles, at the benign smile as a father would to a daughter. I love you, my child. That sort of thing, you know. Yes. And... And then he, t- he turns back into a statue, obviously, and yeah. because he is a statue. He's made of concrete or stone or something. <laughs> Whatever. Right, yeah. But, yeah. So uh, soon enough, um, Devlin appears and he says, your father was a remarkable man. All that, stuff. that sort of stuff. And they're all friends and happy and smiling. Yeah, and, and Catherine he- remarks that she has to head back to America too because her kids are her. She's a school teacher. And but she's training kids in what baseball, or something, um, or football, or. Something. Basketball, or some sporting thing anyway. Oh. She has to be back for their uh, their uh, football game or something. Yeah, or and, sport, the sporting and she offers yeah. to give um, him some tickets, some free tickets to, to come to over. Come. You know, and while well, he's remarking that that he all he thought about was becoming. Well, before he met her, hmm. he's he's more worried about his political endeavours and being. You know, being part of the embassy and make career building or whatever, and never since she's come on the scene. That's the last thing on his mind. Yeah. 
meaning he thinks about her. And before we get yeah. into the nitty-gritty, as per usual, um, we s- at first we see them about to get move in for a kiss, but, but they're mostly in pain because well, well, both of them are injured. He's got a neck brace on, <laughs> his legs in the cast, and she's got an arm in a sling, and they go mm-hmm. in for the kill, and they lose they lose their balance and fall over on the ground, but out of camera, <laughs> you know, uh, out of so frame, funny. and you go, mm, okay. That's yes. a good ending. And then and, we um, fade out. <laughs> and do a fade out. And the credits happen. And you think, well, maybe they're going to have a relationship and everything That or they've else. been stuck on the ground for and, a few hours. Can someone help me up, please? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got, oh, got another broken arm. Anyway, uh, but that's how it rolled out. So now let's get into technical good groovy bits. Now, I think we said something like it was supposed to be based in Romania but it was actually filmed in... Uh, Budapest. Budapest. It's actually, <laughs> uh, I think it was supposed to be in Bucharest in Romania, but they made it in Budapest in Maybe. Uh, Hungary, yeah. which mm. I think are next door to each other. I think I haven't... I didn't look at a map, but I think they border each other, or mm. pretty close I'm to it. I'm not sure. But, so, um, hey. but they did, the, um, the streets look really good for that European rough sort of thing, like it's been through wars and mm. stuff. And Yeah, not, not bomb sort of thing, but you look really... Bad and mm. rotten and decaying and mm-hmm. yeah and, and they showed a lot of the bad elements of the uh, the country which really built up the atmosphere. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah. Um, seem like a third, well, not so third. Not a third world country, but like it had, it's been seen better days. It's seen better days, yeah. is what I mean. It's like it's it's, it's uh, economy's in decline and that sort of stuff and yeah. and that was try. I think they're trying to pass it over and it looked apart. It, mm-hmm. it certainly did. Yeah. I had a good feel for it. And the guy um, the guy who played Gregory, now, Robert Reynolds, that doesn't sound like a European name, but he, if he put on a European-type accent, I think he did pretty good. Again, I can't find him anywhere on the internet. So if anybody yeah. knows who the hell he is and if he's done any stage work or something, or it would be good to know because he, there's no links for him anywhere. Yeah, and he true. wasn't a bad actor. He, he carried it quite nicely. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. I thought um, uh, Mia, um, Sarah, was pretty interesting as the heroine in the story. Yeah, um, a little femme fatale. Yeah, oh, me. well, I do like nice her in... I've seen yeah. her in the movie The um, the Le- Legend. She plays a princess in that oh, one. that's right. She was in Legend but, with um, uh, Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. I, I do think she I looks... I thought I recognised I think oh, she yeah, looks yeah. better in that one. In, in this one, she's... Well, I won't say well, she's ordinary, but no, but she does a, suit the whole damsel in distress act. She did, yeah. She, 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 she got a little. She, well, okay, I'm not going to go into uh, uh, a full description, but she's small. Not she's not small like a midget, but she's a, a small stature, thin, uh, gentle, frail. I wouldn't say frail, but yeah, she's not. Yeah, doesn't look like a Zamor warrior princess. She looks like somebody who needs a bit of help. Mm. But remarkably, mm-hmm. she doesn't need that much help because yeah. the feisty little critter and mm. goes in there. So I'm going to do it by myself if you don't help me anyway. Yeah. And she does really. So she yeah. says she's that. He's that sort of half bit. I'm. I could do with some help, and I'm cute, but I'll do it by myself if you don't help me. And yeah, I think this girl power bit is really good. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, as we're going, the um, uh, all the time she wears the um that. Med- a medallion. The medallion thing around her neck all the time. It looks like a dragon from all. Yeah, um, something like a lot of like um, Vlad the Impaler type. Yeah, um, something like that. Something like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, when you think of um of vampires and dragons, you think right away of Dracula. Yeah, well, Dracula is uh, Draco, and that's a, that refers to dragon, the mm. cult of the dragons and everything. Mm-hmm. So that would actually come into play in a lot of those mythology things anyway. Mm-hmm, mm. True. It kind of fits into uh, that. Dracula and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even Harry Potter. 
That little, the nice little guy, hmm. Draco, wasn't that a Drake, uh, the, the little blondie guy? Draco. Draco. And that was, um, it was referring to the dragon. Hmm, true. Yeah, it was. A so throwaway, yeah. like, a throwaway well, story. Well, yeah, he crops the name dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Draco, dragon, yeah, any, yeah, so, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, so any European culture, a lot of dragon sort of culture, but I think that even at the, um, Chinese, they got dragon culture stuff in there yeah, as well. well. So just sneak in. And, and so I don't know where it actually comes from. So well, it would have had to start somewhere. Mm. Some idea of the cult of the dragon, whether they refer. So you, you wouldn't have had dinosaurs hanging around when human beings were there. Mm. So what? But was there a large dragon-like lizard? Like a Komodo dragon, which is in some one country somewhere, that's a really big lizard. Mm-hmm. And now, is it was there some sort of critter back then, say four, five, six, seven, eight hundred years ago, which might have still been hanging around and all the mythology came from there, or maybe a thousand years ago, or mm. two thousand years ago? Of course, mm. remember when we went to Rome, mm. they talked about griffins, mm-hmm. had pictures of them. Now, I thought griffins were mythological creatures, just made for stories, but a griffin was something like a flying cat. Wow. Yeah, like a, fl- a, 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 a flying cat. It was large, like a cat, but had wings. But the, they were only in that general area, and they, they 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 killed them off. Of course, they were they kept attacking people and cattle and stuff, different things. So in the end, they killed yes, them all off. So but yeah, so mm. dragons might have existed in some form, but not like the romanticised type fire-breathing dragons. And, you know, yes. No, but there might have been some. There got to be a there got to be a start of it somewhere. Yes. So anyway, yeah. as I was saying. Um, the medallion, on medallion that she has yeah. all around her neck. Um, I think that was a. Um, I think the vampires, without thinking, knew that she was coming in this movie. When I think about it, I think that I. I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow. Who knows out there? Maybe there was a prediction of her coming, and that could mean they were they were going to expect her to show up, and and that's and that's their way of trying to. Get, obtain her in this movie. You, you think about it, it, she was receiving dreams. Hmm. I wonder if they could have been channeling the dream somehow, somehow or other. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Interesting he, concept. Well, isn't in it? in this movie, yeah. it meant constantly mentions to her that she, the reason she was dreaming so much was that she was dreaming of home, of her father, yeah, all that stuff. Like, and and, and there, was a, there was a bloodline. Yeah, I mean, her blood was telling yeah. her that she she needs to meet her father. Or but you think about it, those, those guys that were going up against Constantine, mm. were some of those the ones he made? Mm, that's a good question. Now, if he made some of those, yeah. well, could then there again, possibly be a link in the bloodline mm. and they were... They had no idea what was going well, on yeah. with his daughter. Or well, stuff. he yeah. did say he's the leader, and mm. he technically mentioned it much in much later in the movie that that co- they said that he was bitten by supposedly other vampires. So yeah. who knows? Maybe um, uh, there were other va- there are other vampires yeah. around too that could have but he said him he, too. He tried to resist, but he he became one of them and started biting people and stuff, so he could survive. So, but yeah, I'm just wondering whether this is like a family revolt. Maybe. Was, was Grigori a son? Yeah, like yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, by blood, yeah, by you know, transfer of you know, yeah, by well, becoming a vampire. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, it doesn't way. mention anything mm. about family. I mean, no, it's it didn't. It doesn't mean that. But it's but pretty clear that they mentioned. But the blood link I'm talking about. They mentioned yeah. the blood link stuff, and they mentioned yeah. that she 
that the vampire was a family stuff, but yeah. I don't think they mention um, any relatable no. like family but stuff no, in yeah, it. But no, Bob's wondering how they might have known that like, she was coming. Like, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, so, yeah. It must have been, even though in this movie it doesn't mention it, but it seems to imply that they were expecting her. Like, she's like the, um, like... Like they look like it's like in the Bible where they keep, they were expecting Jesus to come and this and and he does come eventually and this is in Catherine's case she was an expected visitor that they're waiting for exactly to change their lives and stuff like that and it happened yeah and they, they all died <laughs> that, that's a big change <laughs> yes I quite agree yeah. not to what they're expected when they thought they were gonna make an. Um, more lines of their vampire cult or whatever. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're gonna be big. Uh, what next level stuff? Yeah, a bit like that. Um, what they want to? Uh, uh, Blade. Um, that guy. Um, uh, Blade. Blade. Blade yeah. yeah. Now he's a daywalker. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I don't know. His, I can't remember his story. But yeah, they want to do that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So walk, walk by day as well. Mm-hmm. And um, look, it's a nice dream. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, didn't pan out too. Didn't either. work out too good with the vampires. No. no. Yeah. So anyway, as I was saying, the, the medallion that she wore a lot, it was sort of a, it sort of um was like hinting to the other vampires, I'm different. I am sort of related to him, and mm. everyone is that's, knows that's, this. That's probably. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like shouting to the world that here yeah. I am. I'm. Yeah. I should be. So I was wondering whether someone saw her wearing that and told the vampires in town. Mm, maybe that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Mm. I mean, it seems that they had a lot of helpers. It seems said. that vampires, yeah. the vampires in this movie, they had helpers in the blood bank or the hospital uh, yeah, to get yeah. their blood. And let me see some we, helpers, probably in the police, the secret yeah, members well, you, of the you police. Look at the, the first time when she went to the embassy, when she first got there, that vampire guy was flying down the street. Mm. So how did he know she was at the embassy unless someone told her? Mm, true. Now, true. did the taxi driver mm. tell everybody she was in town? Mm. Well, she mentioned because um, he did work for the vampires. Yeah, well, she did mention about Paul Alexandria. Alexandria. And and yeah. he passed the word around and and. They probably worked it out that <clears throat> that's one of his aliases, and and this, they wonder what's this woman got to do with him, or yes. what's the, with Paul? I mean, exactly. Yes. Uh huh. Mm. The plot thickens. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I won't, I'm not sure. Um, maybe it's just a feeling, but maybe it's just that vampires n- in this movie never bother to try to have a kid. Well, they can't. They got dead seed. Well, who's to say? They, 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 they may be dead. <laughs> But there might be a chance that they, they can conceive a child or children. Oh. But they just never tested it because I think, I'm dead. What's the point? I can't answer that. No, I'm trying to think of They never sat down and thought of, um, maybe I could conceive with a, a human. They never bothered to even but think maybe, about like it. maybe, like I said before, because he actually genuine love for her, <laughs> a bit like law and body, something changed in him a bit. And if they just said, oh, I'm going to have sex with somebody, it possibly wouldn't work because they were doing it out of sex, not out of love. Yeah, true. And bear in mind so that... So you need the love aspect probably like in warm bodies. Yeah, true. Yeah. But, yeah, but then again, he did... Yeah. Um, they never... They probably just were consumed with blood lust, yeah, blood lust and, and yeah. instead of um, consumed with uh, 
you know, just yeah. um, being with someone yeah, or for him. Finding a mate, having a happy happy life together, getting a house, getting yeah. a cat. Hey, yeah, and the only anyway, thought is um, yeah. if they did find someone, they either drink them dry or just turn hey, them into hey, a vampire. Hey, it's almost like marriage. You get you get you get you get somebody interested, and then you suck them dry, just like uh, uh, yeah, husband and wife might do to a. Each other, <laughs> and then they go through a divorce, and they suck them dry more, and <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be and, a drag? And they got nothing left. Yeah, wouldn't and, that be a drag for you? I know a lot of guys have been sucked dry by their ex-wives and their solicitors and everything. And they got nothing <laughs> left at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not a cent left. You know, they got the bum out of the pants. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. yeah but <laughs> you never know in this movie. I mean, they know. I mean, maybe they just didn't try. To, I mean, they probably. Um, didn't even think that wanted to bother with humans. They just saw them as food, and didn't think that that vampires and humans could never make kids. Because well, there you go then. If they actually took the time to have a look at family life, <laughs> would they really want kids? <laughs> like that's not a good. good not a good analogy. No. No. Okay. Well, I thought I'd just throw it in. But yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so you guys know <laughs> Catherine's mother. I think she said she was an art student. And yeah, I, yeah. I think that when she met her, her Catherine's father, I think that she was interested in glass blowing. So she meets, probably meets him somewhere, yeah. and that grew their relationship. That did. She was artistic. Well, she, well, she, yeah, she might have fallen in love with him because he's an artistic man who worked in glass. Hmm. You know, hey, speaking of glass blowing, we went over to Italy one long time ago, and we went to a glass blowing factory. And it's really interesting, and it's not easy. It's like a lot of skill, and that you know. So I don't know. It's got nothing to do with the movie, but it's it's a real talent these guys have got. Thanks to do glass blowing, whether it's a little factory or a big factory. It's these guys are real artists. Mm-hmm, quite and, right. And he might have been a real artist, since he fell in love with because of his art, his glass art. Yeah. Mm, well, mm. it's nice, um, oh, creative. Mm. Um, you know, art form. Yeah. When you think it about it. Well, it has painting, acrylics, and oils. Mm-hmm. And you've got sculpting, you've got woodwork, you carving. Yeah. And you've got glass, obviously. And yeah, so yeah. there's lots of other different And glass arts, blowing yeah. is when you think about it, it's like creating diamonds or crystals out of. Yeah. Out of um, yeah. glass. Yeah, if, you, if you get, a ch- if anyone gets a chance, go online YouTube and see if you can find someone glass blowing. They get a little glob of glass and they make it into a vase or uh, a wine jug or something or a or horse even a, or something. Or you a statue. Go, this is great. It's, it's very talented and to do it very quickly too. Yeah, I did like um, the um, in one the uh, in some of the dream sequences. I like like the bits where we don't see um, the we keep seeing the silhouette figure of her father. And we don't see his face. Like his face is covered with a silhouette, um, with a stocking of sorts to cover the the um, this portion. Um, yeah, you're not supposed. Yeah, you keep the keep the face. Yeah, uh, it's like a piece of cheesecloth over. Yeah, there, so you see, can't see it through covers it. most yeah. of his nose and his eyes. All you see is a mouth. And we only yeah. just see the mouth part to his face yeah, mostly. But actually, we, we have been going on a bit at the moment. Um, mm. I, I just think that's kind of clever. It's up to interpretation in this. I think it's supposed it's, to keep his identity secret from yes. everybody until later on during the movie. That's yeah. that's a good way to do it. So he didn't know who her daddy is. Yeah. Uh, so he had a picture of a guy. When she met him, she said, well, it can't be him. He's too young. Yeah, Yeah, and the picture yeah. is... Um, it w- it's clearly, in the picture, it was Anthony Perkins in the shot, but it was very blurry. Oh, I recognise And him. it was... Yeah. I, 
I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that it was not it was a bad picture or just that as we often point out to each other that vampires cannot get photographed properly. Well, that's another point. As an undead, it's not supposed that they're not supposed to have a reflex in a mirror. They're not supposed to show up on cameras. How the hell can you get a photograph? I ask you honestly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> really. It, well, that's probably what I'm talking about. That maybe the blurred picture of him was hinting that he you can never get a good, good shot of a vampire. Or maybe that's true. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, irrespective, good. I think we've exhausted this one. I think we've yeah. done everything. Yeah, so what yeah. do you rate this movie, Mike? Like, honestly, again, I've said it before, I take everything holistically. I look at the whole package. Now, when you look at the street scenes, yeah, the you know, location shoots, everything. It felt like I was in Romania, even though I was in Hungary, okay? It doesn't matter. Next door to each other, I felt like a crappy city in Europe, okay? Now, so the scenery, shots, uh, photography, lighting, all that stuff came to, came in really good. Storyline was quite good. I don't think there's any problems with the storyline at all. And I always like Anthony Perkins when it comes to that sort of quasi-sinister, good boy, bad boy sort of thing. And this was an extension of a Norman Batesy sort of thing. Come Dr. Jack, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, not quite right, but not necessarily naughty or bad to the core. Had a good side as well. Uh, and I think the whole story came along really good. Um, I always seem to be grading things up around nines. Now, that's because we are watching a lot of good movies at the moment. I can't get Sarah to watch a crappy movie with me at the moment, so of course I'm going to grade them all well. Yeah, pretty good. Yes. Um, yes, um, and the reason <laughs> I'm, I always grade them to nine because there's always room for improvement to make it a little bit better. Yeah, I have never seen a movie that... I mean, if you make a mistake in a movie or two, that takes away from a ten for me. Hmm. If it's, it's, if it's 100% accurate and I can't find any faults in it, like that bit about how the devil know about her being picked up by Secret Service guys, well, that, to me, it's a break in the line. There's no explanation for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how, how would you know? So, yeah, that's why I'm saying, I'd say, look, but I'd say for telemovie, this wasn't a mainstream movie. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But for mm-hmm. a telemovie, I think it was excellent. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Mm. Okay. For me, um, I guess I would say um, for costumes, props, um, good ex- good uh, acting skills and suspension. When I look S- at suspense. Suspense yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. the story and storyline. It works. It works. A- it's act- different, but it works. And actors, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would probably give it just um, nine and a half as well. Yeah. Two. Now, as I said before, uh, yeah. there's always room for improvement in yeah, films. Yeah, but this is pretty this is hot, pretty hot for a telly movie. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, like I said, if it was made as a serious contender in a commercial vein, I would not have graded it as high. Okay, I would have graded it maybe eight and a half or something to nine. But because it's made for television, mm. uh, I don't know what the budget was. I've got no idea. Maybe it's low on budget, but for what it is, it is a good movie, worth a watch. Now, I believe it's still available on Amazon, is it? Yeah, I found out it's on Amazon. Yeah, so if you're interested in it, look, if you're not real sure about it, you might be able to have a look 
uh, on YouTube. It might be there. And if you like it, go and buy a copy. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah. I can't stress any any hard that um, I do collect a lot of old movies which aren't available uh, on you on anywhere apart from YouTube. So I have to do a torrent download because no one is selling some of the movies some of the old ones. In that case, yes, by all means, go and get it and save them for future. But if it's available through a retail outlet or Amazon or eBay or anything else, do it legally, buy it, and that'll keep you out of trouble and also and help support the industry. How's that? Mm, that quite good? right. Yes. Because yes, a lot of independent filmmakers out there and commercial ones need the money. Yeah, and just so you guys know, I've been hearing a lot of stories going around that about the... Um, the um com- film companies um and cinemas are closing at the moment or not oh, closing just, should, just shutting um up for now because yeah, of the virus the coronavirus yeah yeah and there's been talk <coughs> about um that sort of thing and it's a little sad and while I'm I'm thinking about it we should um all pull together and try our absolute hardest to remember to try our to keep working hard on our own film projects, even if we exactly, even if, only writing it and doing yeah, things and tweaking stuff yeah, and organizing just, it. Yeah, but, just yeah. even even just um, post editing your your trailers or or working on your next script idea. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. always good. Doing a redraft uh, about yeah, that's if you've got free time at the yeah, moment. Yeah, if you mm. guys don't have any, can't get your crew together on your major film project, sit back and try to see a, about creating be, a new be, story. Be productive. Yes. Don't Never know. give up. Never surrender. Now, that was a line out of a good movie, wasn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> and everyone's probably sick of it. <laughs> uh, Galaxy Quest. Really good movie. No, we won't do that one. Either. No, no, not yet. Uh, we might do it later. It's a sci-fi. We might get around to it. Yeah. Yes. So, as we're saying, guys, yeah. don't give up hope on this um, industry. Remember, this is a time for independent filmmakers to open up and try to, yeah. f- to find the next source of inspiration. Exactly right. And some of these movies we review are made by smaller companies who are actually distributing through the bigger uh, guys like Universal and Water and stuff, but they're actually being made by smaller guys, and you won't know about it necessarily directly. So, yeah, so you got to help the guys down the bottom, otherwise you won't have an industry in the future. Yeah, so guys, it's not the end. This virus will... We'll, we'll weed it out as we always do in in previous viruses over the years. So we'll probably pull through and we will probably get our get our work noticed again. We'll all survive it. Hold that thought. All you people out there, all you good folk listening to this podcast, you will survive. You might not be able to get any toilet paper anywhere, but you will survive. Yes, <laughs> quite right. Um, I don't know about the other countries, but here in Australia, or at least in Brisbane, we're having a run on toilet paper. Tell me why. I have got no mm. idea. Yeah. You can't get toilet paper to save your life. Yeah. I'm buying online now because I can't get any from the shop. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I am a little, I think it's a bit weird that no one's thinking about the food. Yeah. yeah. You would think people would be stocking up food. Say, if I buy, say, two or three weeks or four weeks supply of food, put it in the pantry, keep it there in case I've got to stay home for a couple of weeks... Toilet paper. You need two weeks supply of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> you don't I mean, need two months supply of toilet paper. You yeah. know, and people are stocking up. And it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't. I uh, can't do anything about them. Of anyway, folks overseas, I don't know what you're going through, but I mean, I gather England is not going real good. Uh, Italy's got a lockdown happening, and other places are 
Yeah, yeah. and... Our, our, our prayers go out to everybody who is in those sort of areas. Please be guided by what your government says. Stay home if you have to stay home. Do not go out. Do not spread the virus or risk getting it yourself. Yeah. Okay? And we'll get through it over the next couple of months. It'll be gone. But if everyone's got to play by the rules, otherwise it ain't going to go away in a hurry. Yeah. Okay, guys? Please? Mm. Because I... And one of the older guys, and I've got a good can. If I get it, I'll be very sick, and I don't want to get sick. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm 66, and I don't. I want to see 67. Mm, same here. <laughs> You're I, not 67. No, but I'm. Um, like I'm a daughter. Sorry. In my yeah, 30s and 30-something-year people are have been affected. Yeah, they, affected they, by they, the virus. they're usually people who've got cancers or other problems and and things that are already got a weakened body. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is not nothing to do with the podcast. So, why don't we sign off now? Yes. So, guys, don't give up hope and continue um listening to our podcast. So, I'll talk to you guys later on. So, this is our podcast. Um, till next time, unpleasant dreams. See you around, guys. Uh,